in mostly market. I've seen it on one of these Facebook friends of these trades. That's why the most expensive company in the area is the largest company because they're providing the most, right? So, so generally the cheapest guy is the middle class guys. They're generally the smallest or cheap companies or small companies. Generally the, the most premium company is the most expensive and the biggest companies are the most premium in the area. Like they're just like, they're just taking over. Not because they're cutting corners because they're doing it right the first time. Welcome to the Waste No Day podcast, a podcast specifically for and about the home services industry as it relates to plumbing, heating, air conditioning, and electrical. More than a podcast, Waste No Day is a credo, a determination, a mindset. It is a never-ending discipline. It is a refuse-to-lose pursuit. It is a wake-up call every morning to waste no day. Now here's your hosts, Brian Burton and Nate Minnick. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Waste No Day podcast. Your host, Nate and Brian, are joining with you once again. And man, we are excited to bring back Dylan Moya and Logan Altland for part two of their amazing dual episode. Both of these gentlemen have been on the podcast before and as individuals, but they also did part one last week. So if you didn't catch that, make sure you do before you listen to the conclusion of our conversation today. Right now, we're going to do a little bit of an introduction ourselves, and we're going to turn to Mr. Brian Burton for our quote. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life a champion. Derek Jeter. Muhammad Ali, bro. Come on. I picked I it back known. up from last week. I should have known. I wanted to go with the same guy for both quotes. Well done. Yeah. And uh, arguably, the GOAT at heavyweight. The greatest of all time, arguably. It, it, many people would be at least number one, number two. Yeah, for sure. Who would you put it? The other number one, number two. Uh, Will Smith. Oh, too soon? <sighs> that's those slap competitions, though. Oh, okay. You know, that's not got boxing. <laughs> he's got the heavyweight look, though, doesn't he? Will Smith? Yeah, he's big. Depends which movie he's in, but yeah. That's true. Yeah. Certainly with a tux on, he's got that heavyweight look. Yeah, if he's in the pursuit of happiness, not so much. <laughs> Is it Tyson? Tyson, the other one? Tyson, uh, Mr. Foreman. I don't know. Those guys would all be in the running. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tyson in his prime. Whew. Count me out. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's funny is that Will Smith, one of his lyrics is that he said he met Ali and told him, I'm the greatest. <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, why are we talking about Will Smith right now? What happened? You to brought us? it up. Buddy. Yeah, we're falling apart here, buddy. Yeah, the training beast, man. He hate he hated training, and um, I don't know a lot of people. Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot a lot of people hate training in, in these circles, you know. And we have a pretty dynamic training here, but we still we still know there are some people who would much rather sleep in and uh, get up just in time to head to their first call then come to training they aren't champions they might be someday it's not looking good at this point and well I, sh I shouldn't say that it doesn't mean you're a champion because you don't like to come to training but if you would rather stay home if you're only going because it's a mandatory training that's not a champion attitude it's a uh, Kobe Bryant I saw this video where Kobe Bryant was talking about 
some uh, one of the older veteran players asked him from another team. I don't remember who it was. He said, "Man, why are you such a uh, why are you such an a hole on the court?" And he's like, "How am I an a hole?" He's like, "Well, you know, you, you take the shot when it's almost impossible versus just giving it to throwing it to one of your teammates who's open and can take it from much closer." And he's like, "He's like, man, these guys get here a minute before training starts, mandatory training, and they leave a minute after it ends." And I'm here for hours before it starts and hours after it ends. Why would I give them the ball? They're not going to know what to do with it. Oh, ouch. <laughs> wow. I, I paraphrase that because, you know, it was probably a couple weeks ago I saw that video. But it stuck, man. It resonated because, you know, I'm hearkening back to when Brent Buckley and my brother and, and my brother-in-law and a few others, Mike Bissell and Tom Tabor and a few other others of us were, like, always – meeting up early to cover objections and stuff before the meeting started. There were just tons of guys who got there one minute before the meeting started, one minute after and left right away and didn't stay back to as long as we could to like process the training and get a little bit more out of it. And, you know, I don't know where they're at now, but I know where most of the guys I just mentioned are. <laughs> they're, they're killing it somewhere. <laughs> like right. they're kicking butt. That's a champion mindset. Nate, watch this. Raise your hand if you wanted to get up that early and be there a half an hour before a mandatory meeting started. Can you see my hands? I do. Are they in the air? They are not. They're not in the air because I don't like getting up earlier than I have to. Nobody does. There's nobody who does. But if you want to be a champion at whatever you're doing, and, and maybe you don't want to wear a belt. Okay, fine. You don't want to be a, the champ, the goat. You want to make more money in less amount of time? That's what we're talking about when we're talking about communication training. Making more money in less time. That's all you have to do to get there is train, practice, rehearse, role play. Talk to people who are doing it better than you. Don't hate on them. You're, there's nearly a 100% chance that you're wrong in your assumptions of what they're out there doing. If you haven't done a ride along to confirm it, you don't know what you're talking about. Just so knock it off. Ask for that ride along. Find the person who's just doing a little. You know, it doesn't have to be Dylan Moya and, and um, Logan Altland necessarily. But just find someone who's doing a little bit better than you are. Somebody who's beating you month in, month out. Stop hating on him, even if it's quietly behind his back, her back. And ask them if you can do a ride along. I said her back because I saw a post by Coral Whale on Facebook the other day. Oh, yeah. Nice. She's just a G, man. It's just always like... Next level, next level, next level. I'm like, love it. Love her energy. We got to get around here one day. We do. We do. She's a champ. And Brian, I'm struck by a, a quote or a verse, actually, that the president of our company has in his office. It's Hebrews 12, 11. It says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And I think that's a, that's a really broad concept that can apply to a lot of areas of life. Nobody wants discipline. Nobody wants challenge. Nobody wants to be corrected. And yet, if you are willing to endure that, if you are willing to put yourself in those positions, it will result in improvement. There is no challenge that should not result in improvement in some way. Either you learn how not to do it or you learn how to do it better. 
And that's something that I think both of these gentlemen have lived in their lives with the things and the decisions that they have made. They have chosen to get uncomfortable, to invite discipline into their life so as to become better at communication, at their skill, at their craft, if you will. It takes discipline, it takes challenge, and it takes a willingness to say, I want the immediate pain for the future benefit. Yeah, resistance. That's right. Got to have that resistance. Nothing's growing without it. It's always that, um, that I, I don't know, I remember I heard it, but about um, astronauts going into zero gravity for long, long That's uh, right, yeah extended periods of time and they come back and their muscles are all shrunk and even their bone density is smaller because there was no resistance. So you're getting stronger, you're getting weaker. You're not staying the same. It's that quote, I don't know where it came from, but Ken Goodrich used to say it to me all the time where he was like, you're green or growing or you're brown and dying. There's no standing still. I don't know if it's his quote, but it, it is to me. <laughs> but your, your muscles are either growing or shrinking. You will not look at yourself three years ago having been, you know, in static mode, and see that your muscles are the exact same size. They shrink. They go down if you're not using them. So this is no different. Got to be in constant resistance training mode. And that's what these two gentlemen are. They are in resistance training mode. And actually, they're going to show a little bit of their own training in today's podcast as we do some more objections around the table. And right now, we're going to invite to those boys to come back and sit in your passenger seat. Our guests today are returning from part one of last week's episode, Dylan Moya and Logan Altland. They are both joining us as a plumber and electrician, both in the $3 million plus category of annual revenue. If you didn't hear last week's episode, make sure you check that out. We're going to pick up the conversation right where we left off and continue with their great and inspiring stories. Welcome back to the show, boys. Thank you for having me. That will be back, guys. Thank you for having me back. Well, speaking of getting better, uh, what I was looking to do here is actually provide a little bit of training for our audience. And because we are in the presence of such greatness, I thought it would be interesting for you two to do some objections training today. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> I don't think cell phones do that, do they? <laughs> My first call is calling. <laughs> so what what we want to do here is uh, a little bit of random roundhouse. Uh, Dylan. Random selection. Logan and Brian. We have, uh, we have a very highly technical app on here that's going to randomize who's getting the objection thrown at them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, you up for it? Yeah, yeah. We're going to watch you stumble through it, but we'll get it going. Okay. And, and for <laughs> what, those what of you time listening? is it for you right now, Dylan? <laughs> uh, it is it's 8.47. Oh, okay. Not too bad. So for it's those 8.47 a.m. in okay. Dylan's world. He's an hour behind us. It's 9.47 for us, so we're way more crisp over here. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you yeah, listening, this is I not mean, scripted. All right, so uh, competitors, are we ready? Wait, so we're, we're just doing straight up objections. Who's going, who's going, who's going first? All right, everybody does the same objection. Uh, so what do you want to do, Brian? You want to do one objection per person or the same objection the whole way around? Um, 
Well, we can do one per person, and if somebody, if, if someone... We'll get through more objections that way. If someone thinks they have a, a better version of it, then let's absolutely hear yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Like, we want to end up with the best possible rebuttal for an objection. Um, but but how? What's this randomized thing you're speaking of, man? Oh, I got I got a little dice app on the uh, on the phone here. <laughs> High tech. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, what is he? Next, what kind of wizardry? Level. If Nate says something's high tech, like be intimidated. <laughs> but just uh, we're, we're just talking about a piece of dice on an app. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, while he figures that out, we got a uh, a fan of the show who I was recently texting. Uh, saying that Logan and Dylan, who he had said are possibly his two favorite episodes, I sent you guys that text. Uh, Kevin from Michigan, very good looking guy, and uh, you know I, I feel okay <laughs> to say that because he is my twin brother. Um, said had said that these are probably his two favorite episodes, and I said, hey, just just coincidentally, guess who's coming on the show uh, together? But um. What he had said about what those two episodes do for him is they make him stop carrying, and I'm reading this, stop carrying a bucket of excuses and objections into the customer's house with me. As in, <clears throat> boy, this one's going to hurt some feelings. I know. Mine, mine included. You know, when I ran calls, I did this from time to time. There were certain homes I would pull up in front of. I would go ahead and disqualify them from being able to own my products. Right? Yep especially early in the career is it's to go in there with the mindset that everyone is going to purchase from you. If you find a need, they're going to want what you present and we're going to make it happen. Who's the, uh, is it Weldon Long? Everyone trust me. Gene Slade. Is it? Yep. Gene Slade. You say in your, everybody, but trust, trust me, me everybody, everybody buys from me. me. Yeah. Kudos to Gene. It's, it's yep. a great thing. They look in the rearview mirror on the way there and just say, everyone trusts me. Everyone buys from me. Yep. Now, it, it should be because you're trustworthy. Yes. Right? Yeah. You're not convincing yourself. No, we start on that foot with these podcasts when training. You know, we're sitting in the conference room um, recording this episode and we sit in here before we hire people. And integrity is is the number one thing if we can find a reason in that conference room to think that we're missing integrity it's a, it's yep. a wrap absolutely so to go in there thinking that this is going to happen on every call it is so easy to walk in there and find the reason they're going to say no before you ask them and you got to get that poison out of your mind and and as i see it having trained guys now for nine years as a career instead of um you know even when i was in a truck doing well I was training guys but now doing it as a career for nine years I see the biggest thing that stops most people is you decide what the objection is before you present and either don't present as a result or present knowing they're going to say no anyway and that is the biggest tech killer right there um, he also said Logan should write a sales book called I don't even have a ladder <laughs> because you'd have to listen to his episode again or for the first time to understand what that means we're not going to go into it so <laughs> let's hear it minic all right boys so as i mentioned earlier this is completely off the cuff for these gentlemen no scripted uh uh answers here this is all just going to be live and in person so let's see logan you're going to be numbers one and two dylan you'll be three and four and brian you're going to be five and six Dice says number one. All right. Logan, you're up, buddy. Wait, okay. wait, wait. So if you roll the dice, it lands on a one or two. 
It's Logan. It's Logan. If it lands on a three or four, it's Dylan. Yep. If it lands on five or six, it's me. Bingo. Like, I'm not a guest, bro. Who's giving that? me the objection? I am. I am. Okay. The, I am the objection master. <laughs> Such an ugly customer. When let's uh, go. Thank you. Really <laughs> makes it tough, bro. I see him role play with the techs here in training. It's like, ugh. <laughs> so dry and matter of fact. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Uh, as a customer, you're purely acting. Your acting chops are nuts, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Add props here. Thank you. All right, uh, Logan. Okay. <clears throat> hey, you know, it, it sounds like you got some really good stuff there, Logan. I'm just not quite sure. I, I need to talk to my wife about it. Oh, okay, Nate. That's that's fine. If I was at my home, I'd want to run it by my boss, too. I know how it goes. Uh, is there any way we could get her on the phone? Uh, she's actually a nurse, and, like, they have a policy at the hospital, no phones between shifts. So oh, okay. she can't check. Okay. So, so you just need to run this by your wife. Is it just price, or do you want to get her? I mean, you probably ought to get her opinion on it if she feels the same way you do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like what you're saying. We definitely make our financial decisions together, uh, but I also want to make sure that, like, she's on board with the whole concept. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Is there actually – what time does she get off today? Uh, let's see, 7 tonight. Okay, is it okay if I call you later tonight, give you guys about an hour to talk about it, then I call you, or would you rather just schedule a, a revisit appointment for me? Oh, wow. Is that something that you do? Oh, yeah. I, I typically, look, I'm going to level with you. I make a situation, and if I make a decision in my home that's more than 100 bucks, my wife wants to know why. I get it. I don't want you in the doghouse, and I don't want her being mad at me. So, yeah, I would actually prefer that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know uh, if it will suit tonight. Could I get back to you? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Why don't I follow up with you? When, when, how long do you need? Um, give me till tomorrow. Okay, so if I don't hear anything by tomorrow, I'm, I'll call you. Is that fair? That sounds fair. Perfect. Awesome. I like it. I like it. Brian, Dylan, feedback? Uh, the one, thing, the one thing I did slightly differently which I love that. It was so sincere. Even even telling him he should get her opinion, not asking. I mean, he kind of asked and he said, but you definitely want to, you know, want to get her opinion at least. I nailed it down more. I just I just asked when she would be home uh and and I would say, so I would ask the question, what which part do you feel like you need to talk to her about the most? Is it the money or is it the whole oper- like what what's going in or where where is that at? And if you said it's just the money, I would say, where do you think she's going to be? Give yourself an idea. Scale of one to ten, one being no way, ten being get it done tomorrow, where do you think she's going to be? And if he says a nine, then I'll just say, when can I come back and and talk about the paperwork with you? Um, If it's like the whole, she wants to know about the plumbing, you know, I was a plumber, and I would say, what time does she get off? Seven o'clock. What time does she usually get home? Seven forty-five. Uh, would would like I mean I don't know what time you guys go to bed but would eight fifteen eight thirty be a good time for me to swing back by and help you explain what all we're doing I mean I know you, it's fresh on your memory now but by the time she gets home you're probably gonna remember none of this so I'd be fine to come back and help you explain it to her the way I explained it to you does that make sense Yep. So I wouldn't really ask if I just say or, or yes or no necessarily um, I just say let's get together. Okay. Uh, and then also another effective tool there is you can offer t- two different times or days or yeah. whatever to come sit down with both of them. That's a that's a fact that he's excited now and understands fully the product. But by the time she gets home, he's forgotten everything. And the questions she's going to ask him 
are way over his head. That's almost always the, the case. Yep. So you definitely want to get back in front of him, help him out with that part if it's if she wants to know about the plumbing. She just wants to know about the cash, the money, and he thinks she's at a nine. He's probably right. That's if he's even telling the truth. I, I feel by this point you know who you're dealing yep. with, right? Yep. You, you know if you're dealing with someone who's just trying to get you out of the house or is dead serious about wanting to get this done but needs to check with mama. We, yep. We're all married. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we're talking about a $13,000 job, we're, we're darn sure going to run it by the spouse. What do you think, Dylan? Any feedback? Uh, very similar to how I would run it. Um, kind of a lockdown in the sense of obviously he's on the he's doing it on the cuff, so I know it's changing, but we can pick it apart. But I would same thing out of this. So, what option are we looking at? What option are we looking at going over with her? What option did you like? Um, and with that, yes, she's going to be off at seven. Or what time should she be off? She's going to be off at seven today. What time is it going to be best for me to come back? Because realistically, I know you're going to have questions. The easiest thing for me to do is present it to you and answer all your questions at once so we don't have more questions and we're kind of keep on going back and forth. So the best thing for us is set an appointment. What time works best for you? 8 o'clock tonight. I, I never saw I think she works three on, three on, three off. Um, or do we want to set it when we're both available? We could all meet together and go over the solution. Love so we kind of put it right there. Awesome. Hey, way to start us off there, Logan. Yep. All right, hit the uh, hit the screen there. Oh, he draws his own number again. <laughs> That's tough, bro. <laughs> yeah, guess who picked the app, Dylan? Get comfortable, buddy. We're just going to sit here and critique Logan all day. <laughs> all right. Hey, Logan, um, thanks so much for explaining this to me. Uh, I got to be honest, I've spent a lot of money uh, when your man Dylan was over here a couple weeks ago. And, you know, we have a lot, I know we have a lot of projects in the house that need addressed. We're trying to balance and prioritize which ones we need to do. Dylan made it very convincing uh, that we need to address the plumbing issues. Uh, I see what you're saying with the electrical stuff right now, but we just, you know, we're, we're spread a little thin and we, okay. we can't address these things right now. Okay. Do you, do you at least see the value in what I'm saying with what needs to Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's very clear what you've laid out. Okay, so let me ask you something, Nate, on a personal level. Um, your, what, you, what kind of work did you do with Dylan? Did you bring everything up as a safety standpoint, or was it like a convenience, water softening? So, I mean, he, we had an initial drain clog, and uh, he did the, the whole camera thing or whatever tool he used and showed that our line had a belly in it. And, you know, we've had, in other homes, we've had significant backup issues, and we don't ever want to be dealing with that stuff again. So we just, we replayed, you saw the missing grass out front, yep. but we replaced the entire uh, sewer line out to the curb. Okay. So, so you don't want to deal with that again. May, may I ask what safety issues that presents if you, your drain backs up? Well, I suppose we could get sick if, you know, we had sewer in our basement. It's more of a massive inconvenience. I don't know if yep. you've ever tried to clean up from even water in the basement. It's a pain, but we have a nice finished basement downstairs if you've seen. And, you know, we, the last thing we want to do is have anything down there sure. ripping it apart. Sure. So, Here's the funny thing about 90% of homeowners, including myself, we, we do the things that we use every day, such as the plumbing, um, the HVAC, but what we don't realize is that all doesn't matter if that electric's not going to shut off when there's a fault. That, that is all irrelevant. So how much money did you, you're pretty much gambling the money you gave Dylan by not getting the safety stuff done. Hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, and, and did Dylan offer you financing? Uh, yes, we did finance through 
through that process. Okay. So, I mean, I can add it on to that. Um, I mean, it, it, all, it all comes down to what is safety worth to you? What, what is your, what's important to you? When okay. does safety stop? Yeah. Well, it is very important. Um, I hadn't thought about the financing piece before. Is that a possibility? Yeah, we can add it right on. We'll add it right on to his, and we'll work together, see what I can give you for doing work with both of us. Okay. Boys, what do you think? So this one's a, t- it's a, it's a tough one for most of our listeners that are operate out of a single shop. Um, it's like a single brand shop. So this one is only pertains to if you're a dual branded or tri branded shop where you have plumbing, electrical and HVAC or, or some combination of the two. Uh, it's also a tough objection because you have no idea at this point what was actually presented. Yeah. <laughs> so was it safety issues? Was it um, elective issues? Like for me, it probably would have been upgrading to a tankless uh, from a 50 gallon electric or what have you, or um, upgrading to some water treatment where you have none now or adding some water treatment. But the way, uh, the way Logan laid it out to me was perfect in um, really kind of opening up the conversation to understand what they had done and why they had it done. So are they purely safety people? And that was not the case for what, what Nate had done at the home with the sewer line. He said his words, it was really more of a convenience issue. Have you ever had to clean up sewage in the basement? These were, these were your customers. Actual words was perfect for you to go into convenience no issues electric. of whatever we're presenting now you know we're going to present vastly different stuff and sure. all, as as are most of our listeners um but whatever you're doing if you're listening to the words he was using which is which is all you have you know in your arsenal for this job um he's given you exactly how to sell him yep. right the conven- convenience factor and then what you did do was flawless like talking about asking if he financed finding out he did and then talking about Let's find out if we can, you know, how much was left on that financing and we can add to it. When you said, when you reminded him of the monthly payment option, he lit up. He wanted this job done now. So, yeah, great job, uh, Logan. I just wanted to bring it to the other, you know, maybe we were talking about indoor air quality products or water treatment products. I want to make sure we bring it over to that level as well. But that's how you do it. You got anything there, D? Yeah, so I would, again, the biggest key factors on what we do this is health and safety at all times, right? That's for plumbing, that's for electrical, um, for HVAC. So he did mention, well, I didn't want the sewage. Well, that's great. You, you checked off the, the health, but now let's, let's check off the safety. So those are the biggest things we look at at home is health and safety, right? So, yes, you do one, but the other is just as important. So the electrical is just as important as a safety factor. Obviously, you don't know. Uh, like not a licensed, not a licensed electrician. This things need to be done prior to, to making sure you have a full functional safe house. So, yes, that's that's where I'm okay. Is the How did you, how did you pay, and how did what payment were you did for the did you take for the sewer? Oh, we financed it. Perfect. So if I was to add it to the financing, um, if you had available, would that work for you? And we just roll it all into one monthly payment. And then you kind of see him bob. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to get Green Sky Service Finance, Good Leaf, whatever you guys use. And see if we can just roll it in. Give me like 10 to 15 minutes. So we'll take a look at it. Great. I just kind of direct it to the financing, right? Yep. All right, Brian, hit that button. Come on, one.
Oh, five. Yeah. Five. Drew myself. Heading oh, is that how that works? Who's going to draw Dylan? <laughs> Heading to biometric Mr. screening. <laughs> Heading to Mr. Burton. All right, all right. Uh, hey, Brian, thanks a lot for uh, talking to us about our water heater here. Um, I appreciate, you know, you responding and coming out and helping us out tonight. Um, we don't plan to move forward. We do have a friend of ours that's actually doesn't, uh, he does this type of thing for us. And, uh, unfortunately we just couldn't get a hold of him tonight, but any work hereafter, we're just going to contact him. So I appreciate you taking care of us tonight. You know, we were kind of in a, a tight place, but, uh, we're just going to talk to him for the replacement. So, and I'm maybe time outing here. Did we make a repair that got them back up and running or yeah, we'll say that my water heater was, uh, was not working. You made a repair to get me back up and with hot water tonight, or you're recommending making the repair or the replacement. And I'm saying, Hey Brian, I think we'd just like, that's probably a better way of phrasing it. I think I'd just like to go with the repair tonight. A buddy of mine does this type of work and I'm sure he could do the replacement for us. Okay. Do you place any value on the fact that despite it being tonight, we were able to get out here and take care of you and get you some hot water? Oh, absolutely. I'm very grateful for that. So if you don't mind me asking, why is it that you would choose to have your friend do the work instead of us? I mean, if I'm being perfectly blunt, you know, he's a buddy of mine, so he usually does it on the cheap. Meaning meaning he would be lower priced than us? Yes. Do you know that to be the case for sure? Or, I mean, I didn't. I didn't ask him what he would cost. We haven't discussed replacing our water heater, but based on the price you're showing me there for that option, I'm pretty confident it'd be less than that. Okay. And if if you don't mind me asking, I don't mean to sound rude or or, or pushy. Is is there any value to the fact that we're able to get out here at night? And I don't mean for this repair, but I mean in the almost inevitable event that you get a new water heater put in and there's some kind of issue with it down the road. Uh, yeah, I think that is, I mean, we haven't had a lot of plumbing issues, uh, you know, to begin with, but um, we certainly are very thankful that you were able to respond so quickly tonight. Yeah, I appreciate that. And it was great to come out and see you guys this evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As plumbers always love to come out in the evening and <laughs> repair water. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If you don't mind me asking, would, would you mind bringing your wife in here for sure. this part? Yeah. Okay. Come on over. Hey, hey, Mrs. Minnick. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is it important to you that, we, that we're able to get out here in the evening and get you hot water? Yes. The reason I ask that is I don't know what's, where the friend is. I, I don't know if the friend is a licensed plumber, if the friend, you know, is backed by a insured bonded company, if the friend you know, rolls around a fully stocked truck or actually knows what he's doing with something like this that allows gas to come into the home and pulls carbon monoxide out of the home. But when you're dealing with something like this, a water heater with these kind of safety issues with it, you would you agree that you want someone who's licensed, insured, backed by a uh, reputation dealing with it? Yes. Okay. So can, do you guys know if you're friend is a licensed plumber or anything like that i don't know he does this stuff on the side okay so you said it is important to you how important is it to you that you have someone like us doing the kind of work that brings gas into the home and carbon monoxide out important enough that we called you instead of him is, is it is it imp important in terms of a little bit more money yes i fully agree that your friend 
if he just does this kind of work on the side is going to be less money than having me do it. A lot of money went into me being trained and obtaining the license I have and the, you know, insurance and backing of the company that backs me and the hundreds of years of experience we have total at the company. But we, what you are paying for in that case is the peace of mind knowing that this job is done right. And you can ask your friend if he does it right, but can you really know for sure? No. It would be tough to know for sure. Yep. And let me tell you, if I'm here to, you know, put some new washers and springs in a Delta kitchen faucet, and you're telling me you have a friend who knows how to rebuild Delta kitchen faucets, I'm the first one to tell you, <laughs> let me get out of your way because you don't need to pay me twice as much or three times as much to do something like that. And, and you know, just to be frank with you, that's something I would probably say just have him do. But again, we're talking about, you know, something with this level of electricity coming into this electric water heater or, or gas and carbon monoxide on a, on a gas water heater. In that case, if I'm speaking to my mom, you know, in, in Stevens, Pennsylvania, and she's asking me what she should do as a plumber, I'm telling her pay the extra and have the real plumber do it. Does that make sense to you guys? Yep. Now, nice. I carry one of these on the truck. We can leave this thing buttoned up and hope for the best, and maybe your friend comes out. Or, you know, this thing's nine years old. It's three years out of its warranty. I've got all the stuff to do this effectively, safely, and efficiently and have you a brand new one put in right now. And we can take this money you were about to spend on this repair anyway and fold it right into that brand new water here. Would you like me to get that done for you? That seems like a really good idea. All right, let's take care of it. I was hoping you'd say no because we could get into asking two or three more times. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. Dylan, what, what's your <laughs> feedback on that, man? That's a tough one, right? So it's a, it's a role, but yeah, I think, again, the health, safety, warranties, um, we're there at night. What, what is the difference, right? What's going to happen when your warranty goes up when, when the thing fails in three years? You have to repay again, then I repay you're paying double because you're redoing it. So it's even more expensive. Why don't you just have us do it right the first time? We're going to do just like do the check. We're going to do the health and safety check. Make sure it's healthy and safe for your home. Obviously, carbon dioxide, gas. This is not something just any Joe Schmo or any man can do. That's why we're licensed technicians and are licensed plumbers to knock this out. Um, and then, when, then where, where's your warranty going to go? Is he moved? Is he going to come back when there's a problem? Like these, these things are kind of metal. I'm not going to say they're perfect or you're going to have a problem, but if they, if they do, who's going to fix this? What, what is that What is that going to do for you over time? Right? Right. You're just going to spend more money. It's cheaper up front, but long-term, it's more money. And then I'll be back, and then, I'm gonna, then we're going to charge you again. So I understand it's initially cheaper up front, but long-term, it just becomes way more expensive. Love it. Good stuff. All right, Dylan, we're turning to you, buddy. Uh we're calling, oh, an audible, we're calling an audible in this dice game. We're just going straight to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do. Let me see that dice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure, buddy. <laughs> I want you stacking the deck over here. Let's do this. Okay. Um, hey, Dylan. Uh, thanks so much for coming out and helping us with our, our drain clog tonight. Um, <clears throat> you know, I understand that you're recommending that we replace uh, the entire line. And I, I see. Uh, I see some of the, you know, the value that you're bringing there. 
frankly, we've been in this house for 25 years and we haven't had to do anything to this extent before. And I think really at this point, you know, just, you got the line open for us. And I think that's, that's going to be sufficient for now. I mean, we haven't really needed this in the past and fingers crossed, we're not going to need it for another 25 years. So I appreciate your, you're getting us up and running tonight, but I think it's going to be a no for now. Absolutely. I understand. Um, we did give you multiple solutions. So I know I know you're looking at the premium solution, but there are four more solutions below this. So there are two mid-range, there are also two economy. Um, but you did clog up for a reason. Like you said, you haven't clogged up for 25 years, but we go to two different clients. We go to clients that have this every six months, and we go to other clients like yourself, which do it every 25 years. But the piping is still the same. So realistically, yes, I know we got it going today, but the pipe itself, we ran the camera, we've seen that the actual pipe itself is damaged. So, initially, is this something you want to reoccur? Who, who found the sewage back up in the shower? Who found it? Like in our family, you mean? Yeah, who, who, who noticed it? Yeah, I was the unfortunate uh, victim there. Were, how did you just see it? Was it was like all in the shower. Did it come out the, the bottom of the toilet as well? Yes, it... Uh just say made for a really rough morning yeah so i i can imagine we see this all the time and realistically being proactive versus reactive you already had a reactive state of it being clogged um the the, the worst thing that i have is that you're not going to address it until this happens again is that is that correct i mean well that's yes that's what i'm saying yes uh, well yeah you're, you're you know, when, you, when you put it that way that's that's not really how i I don't want it to happen again. Put it <laughs> <laughs> and, and and absolutely, and I, and, I, and I don't assume, and I would not, I, I would not want it to happen. But again, we we cameraed it. We seen it. It's really the piping is the issue. This is the house built in 1960s. This is the original cast iron roof. The issue that we're having, and I understand that you're you want to prolong it and, and hopefully cross your fingers, but we've already cut down that time frame. You see, you've seen the evidence. You've seen it there. And really, the concern is. And this is going to happen. It's going to continue happening. And we just want to make sure we get ahead of it before it causes more damage to your house later. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it like that way before. So, again, I know you're looking at the complete replacement, but what other option on this paper may fit your budget to get you at least resolved? Because every option on this paper will provide a solution for that sewer system and removing that roof. Right. Mm. All right, boys, what do you think about that one? Um, the only thing I would do differently, that was good, but focus more on the fear of loss. Um, you, you set yourself up with who, who saw this happen. That was your prime example to say, well, what if nobody was here? What would happen then? Would, would your house just fill up with sewage and just rot the floor, the drywall, all that stuff away? And then how much would you have spent on the repair versus just doing it before that happened? <laughs> Typical Sparky doesn't know that you have to turn water on to fill a drain. You know what I mean, Dylan? Well, hey, I don't know. Well, well, uh, I mean, to, to his point, there there could have been some sewage in the pipes, but now your toilet's running, and Dylan and I have seen this before. I'm sure you've seen this before. I know I have, where um, sewage is coming up and out because a toilet runs, and it's running clean water into it, but it already had some sewage backed up, and next thing you know, coming out the front door. I've seen it where the city is backed up, sweater a house, sewage is all the way across. 
Yeah, all right. Good point, Logan. I just wanted to make fun of Sparky's because Dylan, great, what the heck are point. we doing here if we're not making fun of Sparky's well, for know. crying out loud? <laughs> Haters fuel me. <laughs> all right. Uh let's see. Logan, hit that dice again, buddy. Come on, two. Two. Oh, he calls it. Back to Logan. All right. Uh, all right, Logan. So you've just uh, presented some repair options, mm-hmm. all right? <clears throat> uh, yeah, Logan. I, I don't think we're going to be moving forward with any of this. While you were downstairs, I did a, a quick Google search on like average panel replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's half according to this website here. Yeah. Uh, it says it's supposed to be between this and that, and uh, you're you're twice that. So I, I think we're probably going to look around a little bit. That's awesome. When you uh, looked up that panel, did did you look up anything with labor warranties, or didn't it tell you anything about that? Just an average cost. Well, it says like the average total should be should be this, and then it says typically it takes about this amount of time, and labor is usually within this range. So I mean, it okay. give me a little bit of a breakdown. Sure. So did it tell you anything about emergency response time after it was in? No, I don't think that was listed. Okay. Did it tell you anything about what was the quality of people that were going to be installing it in your house? No. Okay. So, so would you, would you agree? I mean, you got a beautiful family here, Nate, most likely you're the breadwinner. I'm sorry if I offended the wife, but (laughs) 90% of the houses are, you're the breadwinner. You're going to be at work when we're doing this. Correct. That's or, right. Yes. Okay. So you're going to, kids and wife are going to be home. Sure. So is there a value on the safety and the quality of people that are in here? A hundred percent. Okay. Well, we're all federally background checked. That doesn't come at no cost. On top of that, in the middle of the night when something fails, because they possibly can with the new thing, you always have lemons. When they, when they fail, you're not going to, are you going to Google who to call or do you want somebody to just come out? I would hope the company that I picked had some type of response. But, but that wasn't in your average though, right? That was not calculated in that number, no. Okay. So, so my, my fear for you is you're going to pay that cheaper price. And when this happens again, you're going to have to pay that cheaper price again. So you said I'm half. What, what's your average times too? Because you're paying twice. Why would I be paying twice? Because the quality of work that's going to be there, then you got service calls involved. Then what if they install it wrong and it doesn't pass inspection? And it, if, you know, that wasn't in the number either. Mm. Look, I'm, I'm a lot like you. I compare everything online. I love, I love Google. I mean, it's, it's awesome for everything, but would you agree there's a difference between a Mercedes and a Honda? Yes. So is it fair to say the average price of them is 25,000? Uh, the average price of them? Yeah. There's, you're talking two different spectrums here. Okay. So would you pay 50,000 for a Honda or would you pay 30,000 for a Mercedes? No. Why? I mean, you got that backwards. But right, but I'm, I'm averaging them. You're saying there's two different levels of quality. Okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, I, I see that's where you're exactly going. what you get with averages. I mean, I can put a cheaper option panel in for you. The price I gave you was for what I would recommend. I can get that aluminum panel installed by somebody with no inspection, no, no licensing, everything. I, I can do it for that price. But then when it goes wrong, are you going to be upset with me because I did it at that price? Or are you going to be upset with me because I didn't tell you you probably ought to do it this way? Hmm. I didn't think about that before. Yep. All right. Dylan, what's your take on that one? I have no idea about panels, but I sound, it sounded well. Like, I feel like I'm going to buy some more expensive panels for my new house. 
<laughs> think copper, buddy. Just think copper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea, but it sounds well. Like so. So just take be, just take it in these terms, Dylan. All he was talking about was quality. He's talking about the the Navian panel, oh, the the Navian tankless versus the Noritz. But I th- I think this is the ongoing battle that we're going to have, and it's only going to get worse um, with the Google, like googling this, searching this. The internet says this, right? The internet says it's supposed to be seventy five dollars per foot, or it's supposed to be this, and it's just understanding that you're looking at a, like a wide spectrum. But Mr. Mr. Jones, I'm here now, and as a reputable company, this is why you called us. This is our pricing, right? This is our pricing. Do it once, right, the first time, right? Keep on searching for something. There's always going to be somebody cheaper, always, right? But what does that come with? What does cheap come with? And, and that's what you have to kind of pull yourself apart. Yep. But yeah, I think it's done well. Yeah, is it possible to give the highest level of service, the highest quality product? and the highest level of, of warranty standing behind that product for the cheapest price. No, absolutely not. Not even, not even for the average price. Yeah. And you're, you're asking them, so they have to say, no, it's not possible. Okay. What, which one of those four are you willing to sacrifice? Which one are you most willing to cough up? You can say five to, to have, you know, background checked technicians in the home doing this job when you said you're not going to be here, but the family is. Which one of those things are you willing to sacrifice to cough up? Most of our clients, and I'll say our clients, as we here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, have uh, up just shy of 7,000 Google reviews with a 4.87 average rating. And most of the clients who gave us that rating chose to sacrifice the lowest price. They wanted all those other things. And I'll ask you one more time. Which one are you willing to sacrifice? Or better, would you sacrifice the lowest price and trust us with the rest of this? That's good. And hopefully that answers yes, and then let's get this thing done. Well, that's why you, that's why you see in, the, in most of the market, I've seen it on one of these Facebook friends of the trade. That's why the most expensive company in the area is the largest company. Because they're providing the most, right? So, so generally the cheapest guy is the middle class guys. They're generally the smallest or cheap companies or small companies. Generally the, the most premium company is the most expensive and the biggest companies are the most premium in the area. Like they're just like, they're just taking over, not because they're cutting corners because they're doing it right the first time, but they're also backing it with warranties. Um, they're providing obviously on calls. Uh, there's inspections like there's so much stuff that comes into it that people just totally just just kind of discredit because they have a handyman friend that can run a drain or dig a hole. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know how much was, I stay away from those folks because I'm scared of it, so I'm not doing it. So yeah. I can imagine there's handyman doing that too and just ruining things. I've always said it. It is the scariest one for me, and I'm in the in the industry and know how to do it to some extent and you know know how to do all three to some extent but electrical is the one that I just I try to steer clear of man I'm like I'm not messing around with something that can do all the things that faulty electrical work can do well by the time you hear or see it it's too late yeah something bad happened yep doesn't mean catastrophic but not good right in any case 
And like he said earlier, the power goes out. You got nothing. You got no, you know, especially me, I'm on a well pump. So if I don't have power, I don't even have water. That new tankless water heater works real good without power, don't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I apprenticed as as a heating, electrical, and plumbing technician. And I remember being on a electrical site. They did a rewire. Um, They ran some, I don't even know, they ran some piping or some new wire. And it was live. I had no idea. I was 18. They're like, oh, just go move that. And I touched metal and it freaking sparked all over the place. And I was like, oh, going straight back to plumbing. I don't, I don't need to be here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be here. Like, this is beyond me. Uh, sewers, drains, and things with water here. I'm straight there. I never went back. After that day, I never went back to the plumbing. All right, Dylan, we are headed to you. So here comes the objection. Hey, Dylan, thanks a lot for uh, walking me through the different options we have here. Uh, I'll be straightforward with you. I'm a three quotes minimum type of guy, so I'm going to take what you have here. I'm going to call two other guys, and then I'll let you know. So there's three quotes. So that's wonderful. The great thing about this, I give you six different options. Those are six different quotes from other companies that are going to provide you one option. What What option are you looking at doing? I was thinking, uh, I like what, what which you, one do you like? Yeah, I liked what you were talking about there in the in the middle range, the three and four. That's an amazing option. What do you like about that option? Well, I think they would suit well with our family and our financial. Um, you know what 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 I'd be comfortable in the spending range, uh, but I you know and, my dad told me you always get three quotes, always get three quotes, man, and so that's just kind of a rule that I've played by. I understand, and I understand that. But that's why we do this wonderful thing of providing you six different options. We provided the most premiums, the most expensive options, down to the bare minimum. And generally, right in the middle was most people pick because, again, that's the most value that you're going to get. Again, premium is a little bit above and beyond. You don't need a whole house to replace You don't need a whole house repipe. But you do need to get this repaired. And I understand the three options. What is the, do, you, do you understand our warranties? Do you understand our, our 24-hour guarantees? Is that a, are you, are, did I explain that all correctly to you? Yes, and it's very impressive. So, are you looking just for pricing? Are you looking, or, or do we fit as a company for you? No, I really like you guys. It's it's just been kind of, you know, maybe it's something I, maybe I just do it out of habit, and I'm not sure. But you know, it's just been kind of the the thing. I don't want to take, I don't want to get taken advantage of. I want to make sure that I, I, uh, you know, I'm getting what I want for the price that I need. Absolutely. Here's what I can offer, right? If we go ahead and we work for it today, you have 30 days to shop my bid. If there's something apples apples, I'll credit it towards it and I'll match it. But if, but if there's a licensed bonded contract, you can see exact work and they will match our company's price. But I guarantee you won't find it. With our warranties and our expectations and the jobs that are done, you won't even be looking for it. Would that work for you? Wow. Uh, that's, that's very generous. Yes, I think that would be a good option. Perfect. Let's go ahead and get that to do today. Oh, man. All right, boys. What do you think of that one? Uh, yeah, you got there. You got it at the end. Um, with When it comes to the three quotes, my favorite thing is, uh, what do you seek to gain by getting the other quotes? Uh, come on, buddy. What's That's, the word? What's the word we use? Um, what? What are you looking for? What are you looking for exactly by there getting three other quotes? What exactly are you looking for in that quote? Yep, and then so you're clearly trying to funnel down to an answer. 
Yeah, it's price. It's, What's the question? It's the price. Yeah. What's the quote? Let it, we need them to say it. We don't want to give them the answer, but by by getting three quotes, you as a homeowner are trying to funnel down to one thing. What is that thing? Quality. And you hope they say price. They're going to say price. They think they want the lowest price, and that's when you get back to here are the things you will here's something you will have to sacrifice to get the absolute lowest price of those things and the price. Which one are you willing to sacrifice? You're going to find that people are, are saying, I'll sacrifice all of them for the lowest, lowest price. Guess what? If you're listening to this, you're probably not for them. Yep. My guess is Absolutely. nobody who listens to this podcast works for the kind of company that's going to go in and sacrifice all those other things to give the client the absolute lowest bid. Those are the people that comment on Facebook about us. Yeah, get used to it. You're going to see them. That's why we don't have a five-star Google average because those people exist. I don't want to do business with them, and you shouldn't either. And with price, Brian, I think a big thing to say, people say price. They don't mean $7 versus 10 Right. They mean the, the everything that comes with the price. Value. The value, right. They and want the most value for the least amount of money. Yep. They won't typically sacrifice value when you really bring it up to them. Yep. So if they can find two companies that will provide the exact same value and one is 10% less, they're going to go with them. That's what they're looking for. Yep. We don't have too much of that around here, so we don't have to worry about it. And Dylan, I really liked your, uh, you you, kind of mentioned in there like, hey, I've provided you with all these options. This essentially is the other quotes. Like I am providing you with the other quotes. You know, here's the high option. Here's the low option. Here's the middle option. That's, that's a great take. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good that you, you said six quotes. I'm, I'm, you know, not, not to confuse things, but as we talked about in your episode, I'm one who presented you know, later in my career, I just got to the point where I was presenting one option. Here's what we need to take care all the things we need to take care of. But I can see where you presenting multiple options in this case right here is crucial to say, oh, well, yeah. here you go. Here's six quotes. <laughs> we, do- we doubled what you were looking for. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's where it is. Here's the mom and pop. Here's, here's the premium, right? Here's, here's the, the little isolated repair that you're looking for, the Band-Aid. Uh, or just the economy option, and here's a premium. Again, and I when I even when I present my options, I'll tell them, I'm and to, to even build it, I'm telling them option one and option one above and beyond. If money was an issue, everybody took option one. Yep. And I'm not saying it's the best because I don't want it to seem like I'm only trying to sell them, right? But every option on this paper is going to provide you a solution and get it going today. So we're going to sit down and we'll provide these options. We're going to take a solution today, and we're going to go get, we're going to go get started. Does that work? Love Perfect. It. And kind of you delegate the conversation, right? You're not you're not leaving it open for I'm gonna get other bids. Like I'm here, we're net, we're here, we're sitting down, we're gonna start work. You called us, we're working today. You know, we talk about we talked about this in, in our training room a couple of weeks ago, and it's something that you know it's a good thing to point out and and uh, always be cognizant of. Aside from the fact that you know the the people who listen to shows like this and I won't just say waste no day but this type of thing are are um, if not among the highest level communicators like just people you want to chat with in the industry they're on their way to being that by listening to things like this and taking time out of their week to do this um don't discount the fact that if they're going to have two other companies out they're going to have those techs out 
you know, are like the ones you used to work with at that old crappy company. Mm-hmm. The grumpy, you know, you're, you know, it's your, you're privileged enough to have me in your home today. You know, how dare you, sir? Last uh, call of the day because they only have two. Super entitled or just grumpy or just filthy, you know, nasty versions of, of uh, what we do in our trades. It's going to be a very unpleasant experience for our clients. It's going to be, an, it's almost guaranteed to be less pleasant than us being there. And to, to point out the fact that you're really planning on taking more time out of your busy day. Either doing what you need to be doing or doing what you want to be doing. To have this happen to you two more times and say it, this happened to you. And you're almost guaranteed to get someone less pleasant than myself because I am pretty charming and I'm good at my job. And, you know, point that out jokingly and laugh with them. But to say that I, I would like to save you from having to do this two more times. Let's take care of it. We, we seem to have good chemistry. We hit it off. Like, don't risk having someone come in here that's going to ruin your day. I've already asked people that. What do I have to do to save you from the headache of having my competitors out that are going to provide you with a not very desirable experience? All right, Logan. So let's go back to you here for uh, one final objection for you to handle. All right. Okay. Let's see. All right, Logan. Hey, <clears throat> listen, I, I, I appreciate what you're trying to lay out for me here. Uh, I'll be frank with you. I'm not, I don't have a lot of days left in my life. Um, I'm at the end of my life. My son told me that we don't need to be spending any more money and uh, I'm, I'm not going to be around here to be enjoying it anyway. So I appreciate it, but it's a no. Whew, Dylan, so glad we didn't get that one, buddy. When's, uh, <laughs> when's your expiration date? High five. Well, <laughs> that's my expiration date. That's what I would say. That was so bad. <laughs> Sitting there, just like feeling so bad. <laughs> I know, man. My gosh, what? Uh, and so, so you, so you say you don't have a lot, a time left. When, when's your time? Well, nobody knows the answer to that, uh, but the doctors say that it will probably be in the next year or so. Okay. So the next year or so, do you want to have it as carefree as you can, or do you want to have the most problems? I do, but I'm I'm also thinking more than just myself here. You know, I've my family to think of. I have two sons and a daughter. Um, and they, you know, I, I'm not looking to burden them with anything here. I, I want to provide as much as I can to them and their families. So, um, let, let me ask you this, Nate, when you, I, you know, I, I hate talking about death, but apparently that's what we're talking about here. Um, when you pass away, all the responsibilities of the house go with you. No, that's all handed out in the will. Okay. So then you, do you believe that it's burdening them more dealing with their father passing away? Now they got to worry about an electrical panel, a hot water heater and, and all that stuff. Don't you kind of want to have things set up for them? I, I suppose that there would be some merit to that. Yes. I mean, and, and, and let's be honest with, with each other here. I mean, I've, I've heard personally had an experience where the doctor told my uncle that he was going to live for two months and 10 years later he passed away. Mm. You know, you can't you can't live through life looking at your expiration date. You gotta let's make that last year or two enjoyable for you. Mm. I I can tell you, if you don't fix the problems and you let them go, you're you're gonna wish it was only a year. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> we, we do offer 12 months to with those finances. So you might not even God, have to pay so for hard. it. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. That is a tough one, Logan. And I, and I appreciate your, your humor through it. And I think there is a lot of advantage of, you know, presenting it in such a way that you don't want to leave a burden to the next generation. Because that, that is a reality of that situation where like, hey, okay, maybe you're not going to be around to have to deal with the problems, but somebody is, whether you're selling the house and it's going to have to go through home inspection and it's going to get pointed out there or whether they're keeping the house and, and somebody from their family is moving back in, you know, taking over the house, then they're still right back in the same issue that it's needed either way. And so I think, you know, that's a delicate topic. You have to dance around a little bit, but you, you did some good, good uh, conversations through it. I did a call one time. It's, it's funny. Uh, a lady's husband passed away. Here comes away. a Loganism, Dylan. Not, it's not necessarily funny, but a lady's husband passed away. And I came in and I told her, hey, this is all that's wrong. She's like, he's literally had you guys here for the last 10 years. And she was so mad because he was cheap throughout those 10 years. She was mad at him. Even though he had just passed away, she was like, I can't believe you would have left me with that. From that point on, that was like, you shouldn't feel that way about your deceased. You know, you right. shouldn't hold that against right. them. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there probably is a lot of uh, merit to involving the family and helping understand that entire conversation too. Yep. Dylan, have you come across that one? Absolutely. I've seen, I, I, that's the word probably my Q is dealing I fold. I just, I just feel so, I, I try to, but then obviously then you're not really trying to rebuttal too aggressively. Um, you're just trying to just make logic. Like, yeah, especially with, with plumbing, like, unfortunately, in order, in order for you to have hot water, cold water for the next year, we, we got to do something, right? If you want to have a working toilet and if you have a nurse or something like that, like we, got, we got to at least do a minimal repair, right? So, again, we uh, when that one I don't kind of delegate kind of pushing or kind of promoting the top options, I kind of just put them right in the middle to low end because we have to do something. And especially if it's something that's causing your day-to-day issue like plumbing is, um, we got to do something to repair it because you can't even have a functional sewer system, hot water system, to even use it. You can't move out. Well, what they make it say to go to hospice. But, yeah, just trying to figure out. And trying to get the, the kids involved because it has to be an educated decision. Um, and making sure that it's going to be beneficial for them in the long run. And sometimes they shut you down. Most of the times they shut you down. Yeah, and, again, and they don't want to spend. It's it's not always money. with the with the kids too. I've had this one where, uh, probably it feels like several times in Las Vegas I had this one where it was just one old man by himself, and I'm I got this long to live, and I have no family, or I have family, and you go, well, don't you want to take care of things for them? They go, no, I don't care, like at all. It's a zero. And, and lo, to Logan's point in the beginning of that, wouldn't you like to have things just lined up and taken care of so you can not have to worry about this right. uh, toward the end? It's like, <clears throat> imagine at 9 o'clock at night coming downstairs or, or coming out of your room to go to the bathroom and you try to flip the light on and it doesn't work. What, do, what are you going to do right now? You know, and then you're going to call around. Maybe you get us. Maybe you get some company you really don't want someone much less pleasant than me to come out and install crew. Who's just full of grumpy electricians, which, you know, the, the electrical industry is full of versus having me write this up for you, having our install team come out who are just pleasant young people who you will enjoy having at the home. They're clean. Like me, they, they, 
they run a very clean job site. They will be as minimally invasive as possible. You'll, you know, we'll, we'll try to make it so you barely know they're here. And uh, we'll get you all taken care of, squared away. So this is something, one thing that you won't have to worry about for your last days here. And that's oh. all you got. Right. I mean, that's all you got. You got to take care yeah, of your family. Yeah, they say no. They say no, it's just rough. Or they say yes, yeah. You're, they'll, they'll, but what but what you do have is is the opportunity to do that to try to in every scenario when you get an objection is just to make sure make sure that this isn't someone who really wants this to happen but they are thinking this one thing is keeping keeping it from happening and if you give them a rebuttal which is what they're really designed to do and you say hey how about this and it makes sense to them they will do it the, the big thing, the big reason people don't try to overcome objections is we all just kind of naturally think when the objection comes up, they have no interest in doing this and they're just trying to get me out of there. Yep. You don't know that. And that's only, that's probably true 15, 20% of the time. I bet 80% of our clients want to do it. The objection actually means something to them. And when you overcome that objection with the rebuttal, you give them the real opportunity to do it. And so many of them say yes. But you got to start with asking for the business. All right, Dylan, last one for the show today is coming to you. You ready? Yes, sir. This is actually a two-part objection uh, texted in by our plumbing team. So here we go. Dylan, listen, all you guys ever try to do is come at me with the same script. Your your electricians, your HVAC guys, they're all coming in here. You're just going to do a simple inspection, blah, blah, blah. And I end up spending $15,000. In fact, I'm still paying off the bill from the last year that the guy came out and said, I'm just here to do an inspection. So I'm not buying today. All right. Just do what you need to do. And then we're done. Okay. And I I understand, ma'am. Sir, sir, ma'am. This is is something that we do routinely. And I understand and I hear you. But the concerns that we are bringing are solutions and results to, to provide the health and safety of your home. And if we can agree, the health and safety of your house is, is what we're here for. Is that correct? Yes, I agree with that. Although I, I have to say, like, and, sometimes it feels like, you know, I get a little confused because it, it seems like, oh, yes, the house is working perfectly fine. And then you guys come back to me with this rap sheet of, you know, 10 things that need addressed. And that's what your plumbing inspections or home inspections are for is to give you pro- proactive and reactive solutions. Not every solution needs to be done today, but there are, there are some things that we need to address to make sure we keep this moving in order. Everything has a working part. Everything has a timeline. You use the toilets, you use the showers, you use the water heater, you use the sewer. Everything has, like, nothing's going to last forever in a home. Do, do we agree on that? And, and you guys, you have a pretty large family. You guys are using it pretty thoroughly. The washing machine, everything goes in working order all the time. Is that correct? Yes, I agree. Okay. So th- what we're trying to do is just make sure that you are proactive on this. Again, not causing more damage later. If this sewer line or, or if this faucet breaks or damages, what, what are we looking at later? What is the damage that's going to cause? So again, these plumbing inspections are to have a proactive approach to address all these before they become a major concern and cost you double or triple and in- your investment on these. And that's what we're really trying to do at this point. To make sure that you take care of it before it becomes a major issue and causes you twice 
down the road. And that's what these plumbing inspections are always are for. Does that make sense? I hear what you're saying, but you know, it, it just gets, it gets old to be perfectly blunt. It gets old after a while. Cause you know, I, I'm not made of money over here, man. Absolutely. So uh, you did mention the, the work that you did perform with us. What did, what did you do? I don't even remember everything. It had to do with the uh, with the furnace. You know, the the guy came out and said that we needed some of this, some repairs, and and we got some of those uh, virus killing things or whatever you guys do. Uh, we got all that taken care of, and like you know, I I, I think it was the right move, but uh, I just get tired of the same old like, hey, here you go, here's some things you should consider. Absolutely. So again, you you take care. There's several different systems in our house. So obviously we're here to do the plumbing. It sounds like you took care of your HVAC. I understand that this is going to continue in, in the next year. But what did you like that called us back? Well, what is the safety session? What do you like about our company that we're providing this full service for you? Well, I really do like the fact that like you, you actually tell me what's wrong and there's things, there's ways of solving it. But like, I mean, my house is only so old. It can only have so many things going wrong, right? Absolutely. And, and that's one of the concerns. Again, we, we go, we, there's a checklist. There's different options. Again, not every option has to be done correct, like right now, but there, here's something that needs to be addressed before they cause more failure and more damage. And that's what we're trying to do here, man. We're just trying to provide or serve. I don't know what kind of calling you that. Uh, that's what we're trying to do here, sir, is making sure that we, that we again, we proactively approach this so it doesn't cost you more money. We're, we're really trying to make sure that you save the most money possible in the long term. How am I going to save money if I'm spending more money? Due to the fact that if this water line or two line breaks, damages are causing more issues, what is the damage that's going to cost your home? If this faucet pops off and floods the house and causes more damage, how much is that going to be? Okay. Yeah. I, you said it's been leaking for three, three, four months, right? Right. You just been putting it off. Right. The toilet has this toilet. The toilet handle has been leaking. The toilet has been dripping. How much? How much you your water bill every month? Yeah. You don't fix in the small leaks. So everything that we're trying to do is proactively save you money in the long term. Does that make sense? I understand what you're saying. So again, the options that we're providing are just for solutions to correct it and have it cheap, it's less expensive now. Yes, it's an upfront payment. Yes, it's an investment. But long-term, it's to save you money. Right. And I hope that you can understand that we are only in good faith trying to make sure that you save. We do it correctly, we do it right, and we save you money long-term. Well, I, I appreciate that perspective, Dylan. All right, boys, what do you think of that one? I don't, it's tough. That's a tough one. Um, I, I guess, I guess exactly what you did bring value. You know, you you're frustrated that we give you a new bill every every time, but but you pay it and you call us back. So like, you must know that it needs done. It sounds sounds like with that objection, most of the time they didn't have a good experience with the tech before. That's that sounds like what why they would be objecting all that. I'm sure you hear that one, Dylan, uh, from time to time. If not in your own career, you've heard it from plenty of other people who you've trained or coached. Absolutely. And it is a tough one, but again, if you don't want to dog 
or electrical, right? Right. You didn't need that HVAC system. You didn't need that new panel. But again, you build it onto like, we're just trying to be proactive. We're trying to save you money, right? This, 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 and this is wrong, right? We can't, we can't control that. We can just let you know that it's easy to be repaired. And the cheapest time to do it is now, or else we're going to cost more money later. Everything goes up. Our price, every price wasn't gone up. They should have gone up 30 to 40% during COVID, right? Because of how much everything costs. Yeah. And I think a lot of these objections ultimately do have a root of price in them. It's just camouflaged through various other conversations and words and phrases. Yep. Well, this has been fantastic, boys. I really appreciate uh, you lending your time, your expertise, and off-the-cuff answers to some of these objections. These weren't easy layover ones. These were some tough ones, and I hope that the listening audience has appreciated the uh, skill that you guys brought to the table. Uh, But really good stuff today. Uh, Any closing thoughts that you guys have as we kind of bring things in for landing here in terms of handling objections or, you know, seeking after those new goals, setting yourself higher and higher, your sights higher and higher and pursuing them. Love to hear from you. Logan, why don't you you start it off for us? Um, I I would honestly say just don't give up. Keep moving. Keep getting over them objections. Start paying attention to them, cracking down on them, and you'll figure it out. Dylan? Especially with objections, understand where you feel was uncomfortable. Understand where you think you failed, so it just doesn't happen the next time. Make that correction. Make adjustments. You're never going to be perfect. I could do the same objection objection four or five times and say kind of go around it every time or say different things. Um, the goal is just to be consistent in, in the base of it, um, and and then just getting better. It's just it has to be a mindset. You you can't be stagnant. Every day has to be better every day. If you have a team that pushes you, if you have a person that pushes you, you consistently reach out to them. Make sure it's a daily thing. You guys have the team. Logan has it and there. Just keep on pushing them. I know there's Jamie, everybody. That's amazing. If you guys can find it, if you guys are a small shop or a small, small guy, find somebody in your area. Find, some, find me on Facebook. Call me. I'll push you every day. I have no problem. Love it. Uh, calling you and tell you to be better. So uh, <laughs> find somebody to push you. Find any one of the four of us on Facebook, send us a private message, and we will add you to the list of people who get pushed from time to time. (laughs) We will just want you to go ahead and write an Apple review on the podcast and how great it is and how much it helped you. And, uh, yeah, and um, share it, and and, uh, we appreciate your support. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dylan and Logan. It's been fantastic hanging out with the two of you. We wish you the best of the rest of the year. An incredible 2023 as well, as I'm sure you have some significant goals that you're shooting for. Thanks, Dylan, for uh, calling in and spending your morning with us. We appreciate you, man. I appreciate it, guys. I thank you again for adding me to the podcast again. I, I look forward to hopefully doing a third round sometime. In person this thank time, you, buddy. Yeah, I know. We have to get that going. And look, thank you for taking uh, Logan. Thank you for taking all the, the hard rebuttals. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making me look good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Logan, for uh, spending your morning with us as well. I know you got some calls to run actually after this. So uh, Yeah, thanks for being a good sport, both <laughs> of you, for, for playing the dice, the dice game like that. That would uh, If we did that on every episode, I'm guessing we would have a lot less guests. So <laughs> yeah. you, you guys uh, ran with that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. All right, that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks a lot, boys. We wish you well. Thank you. Thank you.
Wow, what a fantastic episode. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. I know there was so much content in there, especially uh, regarding all those different types of objections. We only got to cover a few of objections today. I'm sure there's quite a few more that are out there that you run across. Drop us a line. We'd love to know what objections you'd like to hear role-played or broken down on the podcast. Uh, Give us a couple ideas or suggestions for future subjects or guests. And we would sure love if you would hit us with a five-star review, some comments, and share this podcast with others. We do hope that it is providing you with an encouragement, with a challenge, and of course, with just the joy of listening to other people in the trades who are doing the same thing that you're doing every other day, and they are winning at doing it. And that's what we want for you as well, which is why we want to make sure that you are personally challenging yourself. You are the only one who can make the difference in your life And that's where we'll leave it for this podcast with our weekly challenge to choose to wake up every single morning and waste no day. 